evening ladies and gentlemen good evening dear friends welcome to another edition of jesus is the answer with kathy eka kundenjingum i am an ambassador of christ jesus and i am your host you're welcome good evening it's sunday and it's thanksgiving service Woo! how are you all doing wow the year is gradually coming to an end today is the 4th of december 2022 few more days let me say three weeks this is the second event week right it started today to christmas wow we thank master jesus for life father is amazing have you taken a recap of your life january up to now how did how did it start what have you achieved what have you done for jesus how is your relationship with father is there any improvement or you have gone worse or you, like there's no change? You are just still on that same level with him. It's time you rethink because 2022 is wrapping up very fast and we'll start a new page again. 2023 is coming. Let what happened 2022 not repeat itself. We should grow. We should grow. We should do, keep doing things and impact people's life positively. Tell people about Jesus. It's all about him. That's what we do here. It's really amazing. Um, Spotify, they sent me my rap. They said, what, what was it? Rap something. Like they did a, a, a total combination of my content for the whole of this year. 2020 from november of last year to november of this year because that's how they calculated it because it's a year right and they said i created 3694 minutes of my preaching and they said it's 83 percent way more than what any other uh, um christians or spiritual groups of people are impacting people's life they said i did 83 percent and they gave me top countries i had eight countries where my messages were heard 
on Spotify and I have top five countries among those eight. And I had people who I was among their top 10. I had people who I was among their top five. Those I was among, I think, top four and top one or something, you know. And I realized that the difference is about a thousand something. Because last year I created 2,000, if I'm not mistakenly. If I'm not making a mistake, it was 2,000 minutes. But there's a great impact this year, improvement. 3,000, 1,000 plus. That is only on Spotify. And Spotify is the least, like, let me say, I think I have just about 5% of my messages. Like, in all, Apple Podcasts is the higher. I think with 56% of listeners. Then uh, Anchor itself. Then the Spotify and other, other places. Like, I was so amazed. That is just one platform. Then imagine if the other ones can give me this analysis. I'm like, wow, I'm doing something. And I want to do more. I said last year it was okay. This year is better. And next year I intend to reach people. I've been asking, I say, Father, show me a way how to strategize the way I'm going to reach many people this year. There are a whole lot of people on planet Earth. Spotify is talking of eight countries. That is not enough. There are a whole lot of countries and so many people who don't even know anything about Jesus who need it. There are some people who just need to listen to a message and they'll be like, that is it. Somebody is somewhere now going through something. He just needs to get hold of these messages. I'm like, Father, show me, teach me how to reach many people. I need to strategize how to enlarge my, my, my inspire, you know, enlarge my, my, whatever, how you call it, my content and put it out there for so many people. It's not just like content as other people, they look at it like all these contents creator or, um, creators on what, um, TikTok or whatever to make people laugh or just for them to, to make money. No, it's to impact people. It's to bring people to Jesus. It's all about Jesus. When I saw it about three, four days ago, I was so impressed. I was like, wow, Father, we are doing something. Because it's not me. I'm just a, a vessel that, the, that God is using. Yes, Father, we are doing something. Right? So it's good to see your, your work. It's good to see that it pays. I mean, you see that you are creating an impact in people's life. It pays. The payment I have is just this joy inside of me, and I want to do more. That's why I keep telling people, share your testimonies. It's so encouraging. If you share it with me, you write, you send me an email, and I put it out there. Somebody will be like, wow, really? This really happened? It's not for me. It's to help somebody else. That's the aim of, of testimonies, of sharing them, to bring other people's other people to Christ. So he would take the glory because he did it. There's no need you hiding it. The woman of God prayed, something happened, or she spoke a word. You held on to your key in it, and things are beginning to work. Or this thing has even, probably you listening to me has brought you closer to God. It's a good thing to hear. It's not for me to take the glory, but for, for God to take it. It just encourages me. If you don't say it, I'll say, come out here and bring my thing because I know I'm called to do this. I'll still come out here and I will do it, right? I said it last. I said, whether you write me or not, I will still come out daily. As long as I have a message, I will not keep it to myself. Because once I hear something, it's not just for me. It's for everyone. I come out and I put it there. 
before coming here i've preached i've already made a message a video is on my whatsapp status i've shared it's on facebook and now i'm here preaching so somehow people will still get to me if you people listening here on Spotify, on Anchor, Apple Podcast, you don't send your email. On Facebook, those people will write. Somebody will write, oh, this is for me. We give God the glory. And it's good to know that at least that what you hear, you've put the message out there and somebody is receiving it. It's encouraging somebody. It's a good thing. So please, as we are entering this 2023, change, share, tell me. At times I even write, I, say, ask, I ask, like, tell me how long have you been listening to me? Since when? How did you get the, the, the messages? How did you find me? Just share that information with me. Just share it with me. Right? So thank you all for always listening. God bless you all. God bless you. When I saw that message that Spotify did, it really, really encouraged me. It really made my dad was like, wow, my hard work is not going in vain. Coming out here at least twice a week, Wednesday and and, 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 and uh, um sunday it's not going in vain this is the time i would have sat as okay let me just relax this sunday probably watch a movie or football will be coming on soon let me prepare my kids have been begging mama please we have to watch and then my second son came there's another match by eight o'clock will you finish preaching by eight i said let's see how it goes <laughs> i can't rush it the holy spirit holds me here and keep preaching i'll preach if not right then when i'm done i'm done but that is it. Those are the sacrifices you, we do. I'm not complaining. It's a thing of joy to be chosen by God to do his work. I love you so much. If I don't hear from God, I'm like, Father, is something wrong? Like, I want to be hearing every day. I want to be getting these messages every day. Because this is me. This is what I love doing. Nothing else. Because then I even realize if I want to watch more, before you know, it will be boring. Like, there's really nothing there. On the 29th, Netflix took their money from my account and my paper. And I saw it. I got a notification, an email. I was like, this one, we've been paying this thing. We don't really use it. I don't watch movies. Like, I can count how many times we've really started, like, watch movies on Netflix. I said, but I'm just paying this. Like, there's no time. Right? So, thank you all. God bless you all. You all are the reason why I'm here. Without you people, I'll be preaching to myself. I keep saying this. I'll have the message and preach to myself. And that, that's not the aim of Jesus or God giving me the messages. It's for me to put it out there. I'm his mouthpiece. I'm his mouthpiece. So thank you all. God bless you all. And we'll do, for, we'll do more. This year, coming here, we have to expand. We have to make sure we reach many lives. Share, invite people. Tell them about the, the, the ministry. Tell them about the program. Tell them about Jesus is the answer. He is really the answer to everything. What do you want? What is your problem? Jesus is the answer. Go to him. He will give you the solution. He will give you the solution. Thank you all for tuning in. So before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Yahweh. Let's welcome our Father. Father, you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. The mighty man in battle, Yahweh, we give you all glory, we give you honor, we give you thanks, praise, and adoration. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, take over me, take over this service. Less of me and more of you, Father, Lord. Let me disappear so you can appear. Bless your children, Yahweh. I soak myself and everyone who is listening to me with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Your blood, O oh Lord, that speaks more than every other blood. Let it speak for us in Jesus' mighty name. We say amen and amen.
So the message I have today, the message I have today, do I have a title? <laughs> the message I have today, I've not titled it yet, but then this message hit home, maybe myself. Um, let me read the book of Matthew, Matthew 12, 25. Then we discuss because that's where our message is from. Matthew 12, 25. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. Every household divided against itself will not stand. Amen, amen. A minute, let me write this. The devil, who is the, the enemy, he has come to kill, steal, and destroy. John 10 10. Why Jesus says his purpose is to give us life and give us more abundantly. The enemy has been attacking families from time immemorial. It didn't start today. Do you know there are families that they don't talk to each other? They are blood brothers and sisters. They don't talk to each other. Yes. There are some who just greet and they don't have anything in common. They don't know what's happening in this one's life. This one doesn't care. If you ask them what is the problem, you will be shocked to know what is the problem. You'll be shocked to know the cause of them behaving to each other like that. You'll be shocked. My mother and her brothers, and one particular one of them anyway, they were for years, they had nothing in common. Like they were not talking to each other. If they meet, let's say like when their father died, good morning, morning, this one goes their way, this one goes their way. It's after my father died, 2009. My father died, 20, no, my father died, 20, I traveled 2005, 2006, my father died. Yes, my senior brother died, 2003, 2006, my father died. Then I traveled home, 2009. So it was when my father died, he came, as I was told. And then later on, and then yes, probably about some four years, four, five years ago, then he started contacting my mother. Before then, he told my senior brother, they met in a seminar. And he told my senior brother, he's a veterinary, he was a veterinary doctor, my senior brother is a veterinary doctor. And he told my senior brother that they should forget bygones. And he made a statement, he said, now that the lion is gone, we cannot reconcile. My brother called me and I felt like, ah, what is it? I said, tell him the lion has given birth to lions, not goats. He didn't reconcile with our father, so we will not reconcile with him, but I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. I was speaking from out of this anger and bitterness in me, and that's what the devil wanted. And then you, you just think you are bluffing. Yes, after all, you are not giving me anything, but you have unforgiveness. You are holding grudges. I will not forgive him. This is what they told me that my uncle did to us. My uncle was never there for us. My uncle did this to my parents, so I will also not forgive him. I don't want to have anything to do 
But do you know in all of this, these years, my cousins were going to the same school with my brothers. Because most of my siblings went to my siblings went to boarding school. And his children went to boarding school as well. And they went to the same boarding school with my siblings. And they'll always take care of each other. Like, not really, but they, they felt, they know this is my blood. So they're always like protecting each other, kind of. They were not really close, but they knew when there's something, just like, hey, leave him. I hey, don't punish. Like my junior brother, the one immediately behind me, my cousin's son was in the same school with him, but he was a senior. So when there's something, you always protect my brother. In as much as we're not really close, but he knows this is my brother, people don't have to punish him. You say, let go, let him. You know, and that's how it's been. But about some five years ago, I don't know how it started. I was just told my uncle called my mother and they reconciled. They talked, invited my mother over when he was celebrating his 80th birthday. My mother went and even his wife met my mother and told my mother that they should put bygones, let bygones be bygones and let them start over. And I told my mother, people are all old. He's 80, he's making peace between us, he's fine. Let him make peace. So when he goes, at least he will meet his father. I said, you don't need to hold anything against him. Yes, they didn't help you. You were just a mere primary school teacher. He was this, he was director and this. But thank God, at least you have pride. Nobody can stand to it and say, oh, my, your children are where they are today because I helped them. I made this connection. I sponsored them. You and your husband from your salary, whatever you were earning as teachers, you sponsor your children. So it's pride. So they can't even say anything. So you have more respect. If you even, like, this is not just, this is just one out of many families. I'm just going to you an example from my own home, my own household, what my own family went through for over years. And I was surprised the daughter contacted me the other day. So months ago, she wrote me. I was like, who is this? Oh, because she was answering the husband. And I said, I think I've heard this name. Then I had to search and I went on Facebook and I saw the picture. I was like, okay. And she wrote me, see, how are you? I said, I'm fine. And you? And I responded and we started chatting. She was like, I have to come and visit you. I said, okay, no problem. We'll talk from time to time. She will write, how are you? How are the kids? I said, they are fine. And one day she wrote me, she said, you're my sister. I have to visit you. And I told her, I said, the devil has had his time, his moment with her family. I said, but now we know better. Bygones are bygones. We are starting all over. We didn't know any better then. She said, it's true. Family is family. I said, yes. You are my family. You always be my blood. Like this is my mother's direct brother. The person my mother is directly following behind. I said, yes. That is the aim of the devil. He has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And you'll be thinking, oh, it's pride. Okay, this person, I, I don't need you. You can't do anything. I'm making my own money. I'm taking care of my kids. I'm doing my own thing. Or I'm taking care of myself. I don't need you. I don't need your money. It's not all about that. You're thinking that is it. No, but you have grudges in you. You have unforgiveness. When you die, you will not go to heaven because you've not forgiven your brother for what they said. You've not forgiven your sister. You've not forgiven your cousin. You've not forgiven your parents. It's not just about, I can, I'm taking care of myself, I'm doing my things. No, it's more. The devil wants you not to make heaven. He wants you to have unforgiveness. And when you die, your father will say, no, you didn't forgive your brother. Depart from me. Because that's what we always think. I don't need them. I don't need you. I can pay my bills. I'm doing my things. I'm working. I'm earning my own money. It's not just that. 
It's not just that. And this didn't, it didn't just start today. If you look at the book of the Gen, if you look at the book of Genesis, it started way before today. Look at Genesis, Cain and Abel. Look at them. A brother betrayed his brother because of what? His brother was favored by God. Because his brother gave good off offerings to God. And God looked at him with favor. God accepted him. His offering. Jacob and Esau also. Genesis 27, 1 to 45. The same thing. Read the book of Genesis. For Cain and Eber, read Genesis 4, 1 to 16. For Jacob and Esau, read Genesis 27, 1 to 45. A brother out of jealousy, wickedness, anger, greed, envy, betrayed his brother, acted up like he's his brother to take his brother's blessing. That is wickedness. And these things will happen where there is lack of the, the, spirit, the, the, the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, patience, peace, self-control, when you don't have them. Anger, envy, wickedness, anger will take over you. Like, huh? Does he think he's better than me? Why? Why did he have to do this? Or why did he give God the best of his offering? Because he wants to show off. So God will look at me as bad. I'm going to show him something. I will kill him. But forgetting that God is seeing you. Killing him. God knows it all. You are not just killing him. But you are having, you have yourself messed up. Because God is going to judge you. Look at the things people go through because of lack of the fruit of the spirit. Because if you have love in you, you have peace in you, you'll be like, well, oh, my brother deserved it. He really gave God his best. It, it's my fault. I did not think of it that way. Or I did not give God the best of my fruit. My brother, I've learned from you. We have to learn every day and move on. We have to learn, learn from our mistakes, learn from others and grow. Don't jealous people. You don't know what they, are, what they went through. Don't be wicked. Don't, be, don't have angry. Don't be greedy. If somebody is doing something good, I remember a lady said something once. She said, um, we're in Catholic church. Then I was, I was still in the women's group. I was, way, I was then the secretary. I was not the president. Probably some... How old is my son? Now, 11? Probably some 10 years ago. 10, 9 years. Probably, yeah, 10, 9 years ago. And uh, this woman was like, this lady can talk. She can moderate. You know, there are people who have the gifts. She knows how to bring people together. She, she knows how to, to, it's not just about sweet mouths, but she knows the right words to use, to cajole you, you know, to bringing you together or making you do the thing she really want, like to, she knows there are some people who are gifted. And this woman, so I don't know what was really going on, but she came in the room where we are in the hall and she was like, if you want to be like me, why not ask me instead of going behind? Ask me, how do you do this? How do you do that? And I will be willing to explain to you. So people were angry. People didn't want her like some 
some women didn't want her to be the president because they think like, oh, she claims too much. But she does, she's not claiming, she's just gifted. She knows how to talk to people. She knows the right word to use. And so she came and she was like, if you want to be like me, ask me. So she was just talking, you know, and I eavesdropped what she was saying because she was close to me. She said, people will just be going around to, if you want to be like me, ask me, let me tell you how I do it. It's true. There's no need you being jealous of somebody. Me, they say, sister, I like the way you do your thing. How do you do it? How do you go about this? How do and she will tell you, you know what? Probably I read books or probably there's this person I also watch. Probably there's this person I listen to. I have this mentor. I have this coach. There are some people that is just inborn. It just flows naturally. And she will tell you, you know, it's just a gift. You might believe, you might not believe. There's no need being jealous, being angry over things we can resolve. And today, Jesus is telling us in the book of Matthew 12, 25, that a family that is divided against itself cannot stand. Are you that peacemaker in your family? Are you the one who always check on people? Listen, I've been doing this for years in my family and even in my husband's family. I'm the one who always make the call. Most of them, the one who calls first. I'll call everyone, check on them. I'm the one who call my family, my siblings, your children. Make sure everyone is together. Try to put everyone together, you know. Check on this one, ask on this. What are you doing? What's your plan? This and like... Try to bring everyone together. If there's something, I'm not there. I'm here, but I'm trying. I'm still making sure I'm coordinating. That's the person I am. That is the person I am. Even my friends. I remember one of my friends in the university last time. She said, she asked me somebody's number. I said, you are all asking. And another one, I said, yeah, you are all asking me. Am I the only one? To? He said, yeah, but you are the one who is always bringing us together. Like, I, will, I know how to, like, bring my friends. If I care about somebody, I will call you. I will check on you. Like, I, I will ask. I hardly sit and somebody call me. I always make the first move. And so I know so many times in the past, I'll be like, this new year, this is a new year, my new year resolution. I'm not calling anybody. I'm not checking on anybody. I should not be the only one calling on people. But now I'm realizing it. I know that is my purpose. That is one of my purpose, to check on people, to bring people together. It's a good thing. Because Jesus is saying here that a family that is divided, they can't stand. Imagine if I don't call my siblings, we are divided, nobody cares. Oh, there is a problem, you don't really want no one to resolve it. Because two are having a problem, you are the third person to come and make peace. And since you are also like, I don't care, they will not resolve it. And then the devil will come and start to sow seed of deceit, seed of anger, of hatred, of wickedness, of betrayal. You hear that a brother stabbed the brother, a brother betrayed the brother, or a sister did this, and people were like, eh, is that their really blood sister? Can you imagine that kind of sister? Yes, because they were not united. The devil came in and sowed seed of deceit. That has been the, that is the plan of the devil. The devil's aim is to attack families, to destroy them. Even you among husband and wife. You'll be like, husband, I'm like, okay, I'll do my own thing. Do your own thing. After everybody's earning their money, I am, I'm working my money, he's working his money. Let me do my this. And he, he does his own. Nobody cares. Like everybody is thinking like you're a boss on your own. But that's not the aim of marriage. That is not it. There are some people who are really struggling to build their homes. And the other person is doing their own thing. 
those situations we can understand. But when you people decide on your own to do your things as individual, that there is a problem. Then you know there is an attack in that home. And when you realize it, you start to intercede for your family. Don't give up. Don't get tired. We are all here for a mission. Probably that is a mission in that family. We didn't choose our families. We didn't choose where we came from. God put us there for a reason. So probably your aim there is to make sure that family comes together, bring peace, and you show them the way to the cross. You show them Jesus because he's the only one who can give us peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. He's the only one who can bless us, bless the works of our hands. It's not by might. No. So you who have received Christ, you will know better. You have to bring it to your family. Don't get tired of bringing them together. Don't get tired of reconciling them. Don't get tired of making peace. Don't. Don't get tired. Because God forbid that that is your mission there and you fail. Father will ask you when you go back, you have to give an account. He will be like, that's why. Why do you think you have that desire? God must not tell you, spell it out to you. You know what? Your aim in this family is to make sure this family stay together as one. There is peace in this family. But when you see you have the desire to do these things, to call on them, to check on them, then you should know. That this is my calling in this family. Make sure that everyone, there is peace. Each time there is problem, I resolve the problem. Don't get tired doing it. Don't get tired doing it. If you look at the life of Cain and Eben, you will see how a brother killed the brother because of what? Something that he could have asked the brother. Oh, how did you? And the brother will be like, no, I was led. And the, probably the brother said, the Holy Spirit told me how. I was sleeping. I always pray. I have a relationship with God. And this is how I heard that I should give God the best of my offering. Probably the brother would have told him that. There would not have been any room of jealousy. Same with Jacob and Esau. There would have been no room of jealousy. Even the mother who sowed the seed of this wicked act. Telling the other brother to, to put hair on his body and go and disguise like his brother and take all the blessing. Would not have done that. You should love your children equally. I know you'll be like, it's hard. Yeah, you love this mother. But you don't have to show it that way. There might be slight different. But when you see that, the mother say, I gave birth to you all. I'll love you the way I love this one. Like me, I don't do, my husband will be like, oh, my princess. I say, I don't do princess. Like my daughter, they are all my kids. There's no discrimination that this one is a male, it's a female. I should favor her more. When I'm buying for this, I buy for this, I buy. At times I shout at the most senior one in me because I'm like, you are the most senior one. You should know better. You have to take care of them. You have. That's what I do. There's no partiality. From time to time, we'll just pray, yes, princess. Like even yesterday, uh, what happened? We're talking. And I said, she's a princess. My, my, my second son was like, princess without a crown. And I burst into laughter. She said, she's a fake princess. And we're laughing. We joke over it. And I said, yes, princess don't have crowns. But queens do have. She said, mm, you know. So, but make sure. Always make sure there's no discrimination. That your children will see like, oh, this one really love this one. I think I've shared this with you people. We have a dress in Cameroon we call Kaba. It's a free wear. It's a big, you know, it's big, it's free. And I used to love them back then, but I hardly saw for myself. I would sew other dresses or buy ready-made dresses. And then I would go and steal my mother's own and I would wear it. I would go and I come back and go and keep it back in a wardrobe. And my senior sister would see me. And when I come and I keep it, my mother would not say anything because my mother did not see me. I would know how to smuggle myself around 
the house, take it and go, and I wear it. And I can probably once or twice she will see me and she will shout at me. I don't wear my clothes, or so it ends there. But my senior sister will not know how to do. She just gonna take it since she has saw she saw me wear I wore it. So she thought maybe I just took it like that. She will go and take it and pass in front of my mother. My mother will scream like, since when did this start? That you are wearing my clothes. You stop this. And my sister will be like, yeah, yeah. Mbole wore it. You didn't shout at her. If it's me, you don't like me. And my mother will be like, I didn't see her. I'm like, eh. I used my brain. I didn't wear it and pass before her to see that I wore her dress. You know, so she was thinking like my mother loves mother. But I was smart. I was doing it, you know, in a way. So don't show discrimination. What I'm trying to say, don't show discrimination among your children. That one will feel not love. You know, the other one will think, oh, they love this one more than this one. They are all your children. Treat them the same. Show them love. Keep being the peacemaker in your family. People of God, I pray that you read the book of Matthew 12, 25 and ask the spirit of God to reveal to you deep things so you will understand what Jesus means by a house that is against itself will not stand. I pray that peace will be in your homes, in your family, that you will stand and unite as one, that the enemy will not have his way, his ways in, among your family, that his aim will not prevail in the life of you and your siblings and you and your household, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you for the word of today. We worship you, Yahweh. We give you all glory. We give you thanks, praise, and adoration. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for food. We thank you for a roof over our head. We thank you for a place to sleep. We thank you for shoes on our feet. We thank you for clothing as you keep us warm. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you for providing for us, for ordering our steps. We thank you for good health. We thank you, Father, that this year is coming to an end. You have always been there for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that we didn't sleep at the hospital, that we are going around without any aid in our body. We are not using anything to support us because you have always been there taking care, for, taking care of us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Abba, Father. You are indeed a true Father. You are indeed a lovely Father. You love us so much that we can repay you. All we can do is to give you all thanks, glory, praise, and adoration be unto you, Yahweh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for last week. We thank you for this week. And we commit this new week into your hands, Lord, that may you be with us. May you straighten every crooked path. May you remove every obstacle on our way. The pit that the enemy has dug, may they fall in it themselves. May they, be caught in, may they be caught in their own webs, in their own traps. Let them eat their own flesh and drink their blood. That they will not see us wherever they are gathered. We send Holy Ghost fire to scatter them. Every negative declaration upon our lives, that of our household, we cancel it in the mighty name of Jesus. Every curse that they have cursed us, Father, Lord, we turn it into a blessing. I begin to speak blessings in my family. Everyone listening to me, I speak blessings in your family, in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. You who they say you will not have children, receive the fruit of the home in the mighty name of Jesus. Your home is blessed. Your home is blessed. Your home is blessed. You will hear the cry of a baby in your house. You will not just hear, you will carry your own baby. You will nurse your own baby in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Yahweh. We adore you. All glory, praise, thanks, and adoration 
be ascribed unto your name. Yes, Holy Spirit, yes, Yahweh. Father, we will always give you our best, for you deserve it. Take all the glory, take all the honor, Yahweh. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O Lord. You are marvelous. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all, we give you all, we give you We worship you, my God. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all, we give you all, we give you all the glory. We worship you, our God. You are worthy. To be praised. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you all for always listening. God bless you. Go out, spread love, share love. Until we meet again, you are blessed. Bye-bye.